Welcome to Alive, a Vineyard College ministry with the purpose to awaken students to their true relationship, identity, and destiny in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this message today. And if you want to connect with us, you can follow us on Facebook at Alive Vineyard College Family or Instagram at Alive Vineyard College. Welcome to Alive, though. <laughs> it's good stuff, right? Y'all, this is uh, the next to the last Alive, y'all. Oh. Are y'all sad? I'm sad. I'm sad. Yeah, yeah. But you know what, though? We, it, we, we're, we're bringing more um, flavor to the world. You know what I'm saying? Because we got salt just released to the world. And uh, I pray that we continue to bring more flavor to the world. Actually, let me, let me get um, somebody important up here with me. I need to have Mariah. Mariah, come on up real quick, sister. Y'all, y'all can give it up for me. Y'all, I mean, y'all, y'all like, y'all like, y'all like, everybody's super quiet. Come on up, bro. Come on up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, my man. See, he knows what the deal is. He's bringing the flowers. We want to honor, we want to honor you, Mariah, um, because this is your last alive. Y'all can, this is her last alive. For this, this semester, I mean, you know, not, not ever. Hopefully not ever. <laughs> but yes, yeah, it's for her last alive this semester, and we wanted to honor you. We wanted to salute you because of all the things you've been putting in um, for Alive to Alive. You've been an amazing asset uh, for this ministry. You've been an amazing asset to the community um, through you as you actually um, worked these partnerships out. You've, you've done a lot of behind-the-scenes work, work that a lot of people really don't even know about. And you're, you're host with the most. I mean, you, you've been growing on so many leaps and bounds, and I pray that this is only the beginning. You're barely scratching surface to what God is going to be doing through you, girl. Barely scratching surface. And uh, I know Rye G has some words that he wants to share, too. So let's go ahead, Rye G. Yeah, um, obviously you all know Mariah is awesome. And uh, such a blessing to not only this ministry, but to many of you that she has loved on and, and poured yes. out. Um, so, yeah, I just want to ask that you guys just ex- extend a hand. We can just bless her and thank her mm-hmm. um, just for everything yeah. that she's done. So, yeah, yeah Father, we, we thank you for Mariah and who she is to her core and who you've created her to be. Um, and that we are so blessed to be a part of her life and to know her and to receive just a a small part of you, Father, through her and how she speaks and loves um, from a place of your love. So, yeah, God, we just yeah. thank you for Mariah and who you've created her to be. And as she, she moves towards big things in her life, that you would guide her along and, and she would know she always has a family and a home here at Alive. In yeah, and I, and I just right now just bless the executive leadership on mm-hmm. her life. I thank you, Father, for the executor that she is how she executes vision from heaven here on earth. Father, we pray, Father, Father she, we know that she does counseling. She, she, she steps in to help people become better people. And I pray, Father, that that only carries over 
to the kingdom in, in more ways than she even can ask, think, or imagine. We pray in, in, a, in Ephesians 3.20, compound interest, Lord. Compound interest that everything she pours out, everything she gives away, returns to her times 10. That she continues to grow in executive leadership, Lord. And she does things that, you know, even I, I, I see that she's been doing things that she didn't think she would do with the live. But I pray that that's only just the beginning. That she starts to do even more in faith because she's trusting wholly on you. In faith that she does more and more of the improbable and impossible. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Y'all give it up for my sister. Here you go, Brian. Yes. Oh, man. Let's go. Okay. Okay. How y'all feeling? Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I mean, this is, this is a lot going on. Um, a lot of transition. Um, it's, been a, it's been a ride. Uh, semester has been good. Uh, we've been seeing uh, ebbs and flows. Uh, but God has been good through it all, right? Okay, for probably one person. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like trying to figure out like what's going on, what's really going on. Okay, no, he's not been good, Clay. <laughs> no, he's not been. Yeah, well, I, I think he has been. I mean, I think, to be honest with you, I think he's been the com common denominator of everything good going on in, in our lives. And so I just, I just pray that we continue to, no matter what we're going through, we recognize the truth that God's been good. We recognize the truth that God is still here. He's still supreme. He's still got this thing. He's still sitting on the throne, chilling, and he's doing just fine. And I pray that we continue to keep replicating that peace. We keep extending that peace, that joy, because we have, we have joy and peace to give. We have his presence to give, right? And so that's my prayer today, that we continue to recognize and realize that don't, no matter what we're going through, the heartache, the pain, y'all, today has been a rough day for your boy today. You know what I mean? I, I, was, I was going at, I mean, I don't know what was going on, but it was just as if the enemy was trying to clip me and undercut me on all kinds of crazy ways. And I'm sure you guys can probably relate, right? Y'all feel that the, the attack sometimes, the grind, the gristle, the, the, the hustle. Y'all feel that sometimes. I'm not the only one. But you know what? God's still good. And I still got my eyes on him. And we're still going to continue to keep repping him and making his name famous. I'm going to make it a harder place to go to hell wherever I go, no matter what. No matter if I'm having a good day or a bad day, right? There's some days I want to walk in Chipotle and the lady get my order wrong. I want to be like, hey, you're getting it wrong instead of blessing her, right? Right? I mean, that, 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 is, is that the only, I'm, I guess I'm the only one that, that understands that. But I mean, I, mean, I want to sometimes like holler at people. Like, you know, someone cut me off in the middle of, the, of traffic. I want to roll down my window. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I know that God is good. And I want to reflect that truth. You know, I want to reflect that truth. Man. So Lord, thank you. We bless you. We thank you. It, is, it never gets tired in giving you glory. It never gets mundane and old to praise your name. Every time we praise your name, we, something in us comes to life. Something in us 
just recognizes the glory. And it's like, oh, goodness, Lord, you're so good that not only do I lament or give you my junk or just want to just release whatever it is in me, everything that comes in return and exchange is beautiful. It's beautiful. And so we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for the beautiful exchange. Beauty for ashes, Lord. And so, Lord, today I pray that through this message, through this talk tonight, there's an empowerment, that there's a, an inspiration, there's a, there's a, a hope, Lord, that we can cling to in whatever it is that you want to say. So speak through me. I want to be like a whistle tonight. I only make noise if you're blowing. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We, we did um, Alive to Do the Stuff. We're in Alive to Do the Stuff series. Like last gathering, we um, <clears throat> spoke on how we are alive to do stuff and prophesy. Remember, the, who was here for that? Yeah? Did y'all like that? I mean, last, last week, I mean, last time we, we, we gathered, it was powerful. We had a lot of prophetic ministry, and it was you. It was you guys prophetically ministering and blessing one another, and I love, love, love that. But tonight, we're going to be talking about another controversial topic, another topic that has been known to shut down churches, split churches, another topic that, you know, is really not um, received well to the larger church. And that is, we are alive to do the stuff, specifically, we're alive to be empowered to heal, to be empowered to heal. And a lot of people may think, you know what, you know, Clay, a lot of churches, a lot of denominations, you probably have been in churches where you've, you've been taught this, that, you know what, Lord doesn't move like that no more. Wow, okay, I saw that. You see that? Okay. So the Lord doesn't move like that anymore. The Lord, doesn't, the, the Lord doesn't want to move like that anymore. That, 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 that power stuff, the signs, wonders, miracles stuff, that all died with the apostles, Clay, and Acts. What are you talking about? That's, what, that, that's usually the M.O. that I hear when people want to push back at the idea that we serve a God that heals today. Jehovah Rapha. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what we hear. And, and, and to be honest with you, I don't want to really debate with them. I just want to show them. <laughs> I don't want to debate with them because I know my God, he's still in the healing business. I know my God is still in the, the loving business. My God is still in the business to make moves in such a way that he comes in and he invades our everyday today. He invades our, our world, and he wants to make things more like heaven everywhere we go. And so I have a hard time to, um, to accept that our God doesn't want to heal because I have a hard time to accept that our God doesn't want to love or does not want to release love in whatever way he sees fit. You know what I mean? So I'm going to preach on something pretty controversial, pretty controversial. You probably didn't know that, but now you know. And to be honest with you, we're seeing God heal through his people today, all around the world. All around the world. Okay. But we're seeing, we're seeing, we're seeing people getting healed all around the world, in Africa, in Asia, in, in China, 
especially in the places where the gospel can't be preached. You notice that? Did you notice that the places where the gospel can't be preached, if you can go to jail, you can be like, like persecuted, for real, for real persecuted. I'm not talking about, oh, man, Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. I'm persecuted. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about real persecution. Like you will lose your life persecution if you utter the name of Jesus in the Muslim areas, in the, in the, in the United Emirates and whatnot. People are getting healed and set free and delivered. Uh, there was a situation where one day there was a, um, um, a Muslim man who came to Jesus through just reading the Quran. He was reading the Quran, and here's what he said. He said, I was reading the Quran, and as I'm reading the Quran, the name Yeshua, Jesus, came up more times than the name of Muhammad. And as a result thereof, he's like, the Quran is actually pointing to Yeshua, Jesus. And so he did the work. He did the research and found out that Jesus was actually the main actor and the main player in the story in the book, in the Quran, in the holy scriptures of the Quran. What? Man just came to Jesus. Listen, things are happening. God is still acting. He's still powerfully there, and so, and I believe he still wants to heal. He still wants to heal. So I want to teach tonight about what the Bible says when it comes to healing, when it comes to healing. If you want to turn or flip or click or um, watch the screen, shout out to Salem. Thanks for the slides, bro. He's on point all the time. I don't know what PK is doing back there, but anyway, that's another story. That's just another, that's another story. John 14, 12. Some of y'all probably know this one by heart, but I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I've done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. In other translations, it reads, verily, verily. Before he's actually, you know, speaking this piece, he's like, verily, verily, meaning I'm about to say something that's probably going to blow your mind. I'm about to say something that you may not believe. You may think it's not really actually true, but I want to let you know that this is indeed truth, what I'm about to say to you. Verily, verily, anyone who believes in me believes, what's that even mean? Believes. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, if you believe that he lived the perfect life that no one else can live, died the perfect death that no one else can die, he, and while he was in the grave, he defeated death and defeated the grave, and he actually went to hell, took and snatched the keys of Hades and earth from the enemy and reclaimed authority and then rose on high, was resurrected, and now is chilling on the right hand of the Father as King of kings and Lord of Lords, if you believe that, then you know what? Guess what? You're saved. If you believe all that, you are saved. And that's what it means when it says, when Jesus says, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. That, the same works, what, what, what are those works 
What, what, what exactly is he talking about the same works or greater? Well, what did Jesus do? You know, I mean, what did Jesus do? This man just didn't sit around picking daisies. This man wasn't just standing around singing kumbaya all day. He was doing things. He was doing work. He was putting in work. He was, he was healing sick. He was raising the dead. He was casting out demons. He was delivering people. He was busy doing work. And in Luke 9, 1 through 2, if you want to turn there, click there or check out the screen. Luke 9, through, uh, Luke 9 1 through 2, it also actually shows, it chronicles what Jesus actually taught his team, what he taught his disciples. It reads this, and he called the 12 together and gave them power. Someone say power. Power and authority. Someone say authority. Over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. Someone say heal. And to heal. Okay, so there's a difference between power and authority. Um, Power and authority are two different things. you got to understand the difference between power and authority. Power is the ability to do something. Authority is the role, the rights, the responsibility given to you to actually deliver that thing that you were called to do. Okay, example would be um, a, a professor. Okay, so you got professors in school, you're in class, and your professor has the power to give you a grade. He has the power to, to flunk your butt. He has the power to give you an A. He has the power to give you a winning grade or a losing grade. There's, that's power right there, right? But he didn't just get that power doing nothing. He was accredited. He went to school. He did all the little things that he needed to do to actually get the authority to have the power. Make sense? So I, if I want to be a professor, I have to go do all the little things to get accredited in order to have authority to have the power to give you grades. Now, if your friend was like, hey, Clay, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm about to just, you know, be a professor and I'm just going to wing it. And I'm just going to, you know, I don't need no accreditation or whatever, you know. So they, 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 they went in the school and they said, I'm your professor today and I'm going to give you grades. And, and you look at them like, you know, they're not professor. Because you know something's off about them. You know that they don't have authority to be a professor, and therefore the power to give you a grade, you're not taken seriously. So if your friend tried to give you an A on your paper or A for your class, you're like, get that out of here. I'm, I'm, not, you know, I'm not even worried about it. Because, you know, you're just joking around. I, 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 know, I know you. You, you're, you don't have the power or authority to give that grade. There's a story um, found in, in Acts, in Acts 19. Let me turn there. Acts 19, 11 through 19. And it's a story about the sons of Sceva. So this, is, this gives an illustration of what it's like to have power and authority and what the implications are, okay? So it reads this. In verse, verse 11, and God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul so that even handkerchiefs or aprons that had touched his skin were carried away to the sick and their diseases left them and the evil spirits came out of them. I want to be on that Paul level. Okay. All right. 
That's crazy. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists, exorcists are people who basically cast out demons, but instead of just casting them out in the name of Jesus, they have to exorcise them out by basically following a whole list of rules, a whole list of things they have to do in order to make sure that the demons leave. So it's a super lengthy process. It can get messy and all craziness, okay? So Jewish exorcists. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists undertook to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, I adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. So they were basically, was like, you know, hey, they see Paul casting demons out. They're like, yo, this guy's casting demons out by just saying in the name of Jesus, get out. Like, what is that? Like, I want to be on that level. Like, okay, so that these guys were like flexing on them. They were like, okay, I adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. Okay, so seven sons of Jewish, seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this. But the evil spirits answered them. Jesus I know, and Paul I recognize, but who are you? Who, who are you? You know, they don't even recognize him. And the man in whom the evil spirit leapt on him mastered all of them and overpowered them so that they fled out of the house buck naked and wounded. Okay, so you have a guy that was demon-possessed. Like, this guy had a lot of demons. He had all kinds of craziness going on. And these Jewish exorcists were, were trying to flex on him and say, hey, I wanted to go ahead and copycat Paul, you know what I mean, and, and just work that. But you know what? The demons recognized that this, these, these exorcists, these seven sons of Sceva, didn't have power or authority. They recognized it. How did they recognize? Because they recognized that they weren't really in relationship with God. They weren't really in relationship with God. They didn't have relationship with the Lord. They didn't know who the Lord was. And so, therefore, the sons of Sceva got their butts handed to them by one man, whipped them butt naked. And and, and that's, that's crazy. So what I'm saying is that power and authority is important. Sons and daughters are commissioned with power and authority. So it's important to know who you are when you are going out there doing the stuff like Jesus did. If you go out there, don't know who you are, you might get pummeled just like that. But if you know who you are because you know you are a son, you know you are a daughter, you know you're commissioned to do the stuff that Jesus did to cast out demons, to raise the dead, to heal the sick, to to go after it just like Jesus did, then You're rocking in the power and authority that's been commissioned to you by Jesus. Power and authority, that's that's important to know the difference, and it's important to know that you've been commissioned to do the same. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I've done and even greater because I am going with the Father. We will do the same 
and even greater works, healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons and all that. Bless you, sis. Um, why? Why? Because Jesus is going to the Father. Now, let's, let's, let's look at that um, piece right there. That's important to understand. Jesus is saying, why, you're going to be doing a lot, of more, lot more things than I am because I'm going to go to the Father. He's basically saying that Holy Spirit is going to be here as a gift to empower you to do. Let's look at where it says in, in John 6, 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come. Who's the helper? Holy Spirit. The helper will not come. But if I go, I will send him to you. Why will he send us the helper? To empower us to do the stuff that Jesus did. To empower us to live like Jesus, to empower us to be like Jesus because we have Jesus, Holy Spirit, living in us, empowering us to do the same, if not greater works. This is important. And in Acts 1, 4, and 8, it reads this, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised. What's the gift? Holy Spirit. Do not leave Jerusalem. He's talking to his team. He's talking to his disciples. Don't leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised, as I told you before. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Holy Spirit is in us for our sake, upon us for the sake of the world. So upon you. The Holy Spirit comes upon you, will give us power, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Jesus is promising Holy Spirit, and he's saying that Holy Spirit will be with us even till the ends of the earth and to the ends of the age. He's with us, empowering us. So Holy Spirit is what Jesus, is who Jesus promised will come. Holy Spirit is who Jesus promised will empower us to walk in the way Jesus did. And Holy Spirit is here today empowering us to heal the sick and do the stuff. But for so long, I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe this. I didn't believe that I was gifted that way personally. Um, I know that a lot of people, they expect me to like to, you know, to, like, to, to equip and to do the stuff and every, everything. But to be honest with you, my story was, was, was different. I was living in North Carolina, and I came to Christ when I was 30. Uh, when I came to Christ, I joined the church. Family and I went to the church. And, you know, I'm just like, listen, I'm going to go and tell anybody and everybody about Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm on fire. I'm on 10 for Christ. Like, I'm going to go in the hood. I'm going in the, the rough places. I don't care. I'm going to Walmart. I don't care. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it work. And so, anyways, I'm passing out tracks. I'm handing out tracks. I'm handing out, I'm handing out mixtapes. You know, the Christian music, you know, I had a Christian, I love Christian hip-hop, so I made little, like, CDs, and I would just hand them out like hotcakes. Hey, listen to this, man. Bless you, bro. Bless you. I'm just throwing them to people, hitting them upside the head. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. 
But no, I, I'm, I'm just handing them out. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. But then there was something inside of me that was like, you know what? There's something. There's, there's, there's got to be more. There's got to be more than just talking about Jesus. There's got to be more than a proclamation of, of Jesus. Like, Lord, what am I missing in this thing? What, what's going on? So it kind of got a little boring. And I'm like, wow, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what, what do we do? We're going to talk about Jesus. I'm going to pray for people. Okay. Whoop-de-flip, like, Lord, like, is there something else that, like, you can do? Like, yeah, I mean, that's important. I love it. I love praying for people like that. But I wanted to show people more. And I was just, I was just um, like, just not satisfied with where I was. Anyways, so I prayed, like, Lord, show me what I'm missing. What am I missing, Lord God? I want to I press into the more. And the Lord answered my prayer. And he moved your boy from North Carolina to Illinois, which had to be a God move. I came kicking and screaming, y'all. Listen, I did not want to come to Illinois. I told my wife, I do not want to live in Illinois. Case in point, don't, don't tell God where you're not going to live. Don't work like that. So here I am in Illinois, and my wife gets a job, baby girl. She gets a job. She's working um, uh, at the time for uh, Pavilion. And so she got the job at the Pavilion, and I'm looking for a job, but then we're also looking for a church. So we land in the vineyard. Listen, Regina wanted to come to the vineyard. I didn't. I didn't want to come to the vineyard at first, but Regina got her way. Thank God for baby girl. Anyway, so we come to this place called the Vineyard. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is all right, this is all right. And then um, I, I go to a conference, and this is a conference on power evangelism. And I'm like, oh, wow, what? Wait, wait, what? Did, did you say that? You, we, we can do the stuff that Jesus did? We can heal the sick. Are you kidding me? Sign me up. I'm, I'm, I'm getting all hype. I'm getting all crazy, right? Like, I'm like literally about to come down the aisle right now and say, just, just lay your hands on me, bro. Just lay your hands on me. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to go and do the stuff at this point, right? So he, he calls. He said, if you are excited about this, if you want to go out and do the stuff, just come on up. And I'm running. I'm, I'm sprinting up to the front. Lay, you know, he lays his hands on me, and he's like talking about how, you know, he prays that, you know, I see signs, wonders, miracles, and I see healing. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. And it's about lunchtime, right? So I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to eat lunch, and wherever I go, everybody's going to get saved. Everybody's getting healed. Like, I'm, 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 I'm running out like Braveheart out the, out the vineyard. I'm, like, I'm a barbarian for the kingdom. Anyways, I go out. I'm driving. Where am I going to go eat lunch? Oh, Burger King. Ah, let's go to Burger King. You know, why I pick Burger King? I don't know. Burger King. I busted the door. Like, all y'all busters about to get saved. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm going in. You know what I mean? Like, and, and then um, the next thing, hey, bro, you can put it on there live. Hold their slide, bro. Yeah. Yeah, give it up for Salem. Yeah, thank you. Give it up for, thank you. <laughs> Y'all, y'all had my, my, my girl Dale the whole time. Okay. Anyway, so, so I'm, I'm going in Burger King. Everybody going to get saved. And then next thing you know, I'm looking around, and I'm like, ah, oh, don't look too bad in here. You know, and then I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to go order my food. I ordered my, my Whopper meal and got the food, sat down, looked around. Like, I don't think there's really anybody in here who needs prayer. I don't even think there's anybody in here who needs healing. 
I don't even think anybody in here. In fact, is that Christian music I hear right now? I think I don't. I don't know if anybody in here needs Jesus right now. <laughs> like, like, I think I'm just gonna leave. I didn't, I didn't pray for one person. What, what was going on? My 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 faith that I had going in was giving way to fear. I I just got scared, froze up, clammed up. I didn't want to pray for anybody. In fact, I I started making narratives up in my mind like giving me an excuse not to pray for people, giving me an excuse not to approach people. And I'm like, oh, man. And then you know what hit me after that when I left? Shame, condemnation. The enemy was like saying, yeah, you think you this, you think you that. You ain't this. You ain't that. You, you ain't really a person that's supposed to go out here and do this stuff. That's not your thing. You're, you're, you're not the people you look up to. You might as well go ahead and give it up. So I was like, I was thinking this stuff while I was riding home. Fast forward, here I am trying to go out and, and, and do this some more. Pray for people, praying for people, praying for people. Like I literally eventually grew the gumption to actually approach people to ask them for prayer. And I grew the gumption to like actually talk about healing, talk about Jesus, talk about this stuff. But every time I'm praying for people alive, every time I'm praying for people, nothing's happening. In fact, I started like saying, okay, wait, I'm going to pray for you that you encounter the presence of the Lord, okay? Are you ready? All right, here you go. Put your hands out for me. And I'm praying that they just encounter something, like some warmth, something, some presence. And I said, all right, what are you you sensing right now? And they were like, nothing. I'm like, what? All right. All right, let me, let me do this again. Let me, let's do this again. All right, all right, you ready? Ready? Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come. What are you feeling, bro? What are you feeling? He's looking at me with his eyes open like, <laughs> nothing, bro. Are you okay? I'm like, dang. All right. Yeah, well, I, I just, you know, I said something, and I, I couldn't leave that interaction fast enough. I said something to him like, all right, peace, man. Yeah, get out of here. I didn't say that, but you know, so I was feeling like I was feeling like like I was feeling dumb. I was feeling like I'm out here. God, you got me out here looking like a sheer idiot. But I I see in John John fourteen twelve that those who believe will do the same, if not greater works. Right? God, okay, like please help me reconcile the two. And I believe, and I, and I heard the Lord say something to me when I was, I was mad. I, I just went home. I was just mad. I'm like, God, you got me out here looking stupid like an idiot. And, and, and God was like, Clay, stop your whining. Because if it's more about me and less about you, then you wouldn't be having this problem right now. And I'm like, dang, Lord. I mean, you're right, but my goodness. So I, I went home <laughs> looking at my wounds and had to deal with my pride issue. And as I'm home, I'm, I'm, I'm just like doing some research. I'm looking through like John Wimber uh, uh, videos and old like teachings of John Wimber. John Wimber is the founder of the Vineyard uh, Movement, the church you attend. He founded the movement of the church you attend. There's many vineyards in the world, many, and we're just one of a collective. Um, <clears throat> and so anyway, John Wimber, he, he, he was teaching something, and then he actually shared how he was inspired by a quote. He was inspired by a quote. And the quote was, I'm a fool for Jesus. Whose fool are you? 
I'm a fool for Jesus. Whose fool are you? And I'm like, yo, Wimber, that's actually brilliant. I know you didn't make that up. You were inspired. I get that. But th- the fact that he's sharing this with me, and I'm like, oh, this is where it's at. And then I'm like, yo, Jesus, didn't you, like, just show me this scripture just not too long ago in 2 Corinthians 5.13? It reads this. If we are beside ourselves, listen, listen alive. If we, for if we are beside ourselves... If we're looking crazy, if we're looking a hot mess, if we're looking like we are out of our minds, out of our gourd, then it's for God. If we are in our right mind, if the healing happen, happens, the word sticks, the prophetic word's on point, you looking like Jesus in the flesh to the people that you are encountering. Guess what it says? It says this, it is for you. It's not about me in any shape, circumstance. It is either for God or for you. I'm just the medium. So I may look foolish to a person when I'm praying for them and nothing happens. Okay, whatever. It's for God. God is going to use that. That's a sacrifice for God. I'm just going to play myself as a fool for God. Whose fool are you? But if it sticks, if the healing happens, if the word is accurate, if I'm looking like I got it all together, then guess what? It's for you because I'm loving you for God. So I'm like, yo, I'm in, Lord. You got me. You got me, Lord. You got me. I'm crying all like, oh, ugly crying, all that snot and everything. Oh, you got me, Lord. I'm a fool for Jesus. Whose fool are you? And after that, I made my mind. I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and do this thing called Urban Outreach Ministry. We're going to the urban street. We're going to the, at the time, there was a, a really poor develop, a, a, like a really bad development. It's been shut down since then, uh, since uh, I started the ministry. But it was uh, the projects. I was like, we're going to the projects. We're going to the hood, to the hood hood. And we're going to go there every week, every week on, I believe, what was it, Thursday, Tuesday. Tuesday, every week, we're going to go out and we're going to pray for people. And we're going to see things. And so anyways, we would get a people that get about three brothers we get together, we go out, and we pray for people, pray for people, pray for Every week and every time we go to the same place, the first week, we saw nothing happen. We saw nothing happen. Uh, like no one, you know, there was no levitation, there was no healing, there was no, there was no nothing. I mean, I'm like, okay, okay, we're going to come back out here again next week. And some of my friends were like, I don't know if I'm coming back next week. But anyways, I said, I'm, I'm coming back next week whether you guys are here or not. So we're coming back next week. And... Next week came, and we went to the same place, and the people, the, you know, to the drug dealers, to the people who are on the streets, to the people who are just chilling out there, like, yo, bro, weren't you out here last week? And like, yeah, 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 we out here just praying for people. We want to show that God's love is, uh, is amazing. We just want you to experience God's love. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, cool. It wasn't, didn't the last time you, you prayed for that, nothing happened? And like, yeah, 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 but I'm not, I'm, we back, we back. So I was like, all right, so I'm looking like crazy already. And then, so anyways, so I'm praying, 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 nothing's happening. Nothing's happening, no nothing. And I'm like, oh, God, okay, okay, whatever. Next week I'm coming back. 
came back next week, the third week. Nothing happened. There's nothing happening. People are kind of like laughing at me like, yo, this is that crazy Jesus freak. You know what I'm saying? Like this, hey, you know what, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like if that's what you want, if that's the label, that's the label, whatever. But I'm going to go out and I'm going to continue to keep pressing in. But nothing's happening. And people are laughing, joking, sneering, all that. And I'm like, God, okay, we, we good. We, we're going to go ahead and close it down. We went back home. Fourth week, I woke up. I'm like, man, God, I don't know if I can do this again. And I heard that phrase again, I'm a fool for Jesus. Who's fool of you? And I'm like, yo, yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. I'm going. No question. Same place, same time, same groups of people out. Like, yo, you back? What is good, bro? Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, we just, again, again, we just out here praying for people. We're just trying to show the love of Jesus. All right, all right, whatever. So I'm walking around the hood, and I see a house that's open. The door is open. And uh, there's some ladies in there. I knock on the door. He's like, come on in. I walk in. You know, I walk in the house, and they're just doing hair and, and, you know, just chilling around the table. And I'm like, hey, y'all ladies need any prayer? They knew who I was. I've been there enough. And they're like, ah, we good, we good. Just come on, let's talk or whatever. We're just talking. And they, so they invited me, super friendly, but they didn't want no prayer. So I was like, all right, well, whatever. So I came in and we're talking. And as we're talking, I get like a pain shooting on the left side of my lower back. I'm like, wait a minute. I remember that. When you get a pain where you don't think it's yours, it may be a sympathy pain. And when you get a sympathy pain, that means that maybe that's someone else's pain. You should go ahead and ask if whoever you're around, hey, you got the pain, by the way? And I'm so like, all right, all right. So I'm going to ask these ladies in my mind, I'm going to ask these ladies if they have a pain. Let's go. So I, I feel that pain. I'm like, hey, by the way, do y'all have a pain in your, in your back? Lower left-hand side of your back, uh, anybody? And one of the ladies that was doing hair looked up so fast at me. I thought her neck was going to break. And she was like, how did you know? And I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> Let's go. But then I was also kind of stumbling with my words, right? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then, and then the next words, the next few things I've said, I've never said in my life. I said, I believe that Jesus wants to heal you right now. And I thought about it. Did I just say that? It was like as if you wanted to like take, catch those words while they're coming out. You know what I mean? Like, oh. But I spoke that in faith. I believe Jesus wants to heal you right now. And I kid you not, she stood up and assumed a position like she was from Vineyard. Like, bam. I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. God, you just set me up right now. Like, what is going on? So she just said, bam, you know, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. Will, will you pray? I said, all right, all right. Dang. I was like, okay, can I, play, can I lay your hand, can my hands on your back real quick? She's like, sure, sure. So I lay my hands on her back, and I prayed a simple command prayer. I said, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your healing power. We command the pain in the lower back to leave in Jesus' name. And I back away, and I said, all right, check out, check it out. And I am scared. Like, my, 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 my heart's beating out my chest. Like, boom, 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 boom. Like, like, God, don't you have me out here looking straight foolish right now. I've been working too hard for this right now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like, praying in tongues, but I'm like, you better, you better hook it up. You better lay it out, hook it up. You know, I, 
she's like, she's like, like bending over and all that. Like, like, huh? Wait, 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 wait. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, just like that. Kids, you. Oh my God. Who are you? Are you a prophet or something? And I'm like, no, I'm I'm just a son of God, girl. I'm just like just praying for people. What's going on? Because, you know, you're saying, oh, my God, a lot. Like, I know it's God. It's not me. And she's like, oh, my God, the pain, the pain, my pain just completely left. Like, hey, everybody, Aaron, Pookie, Ray Ray, everybody, get in here. A man of God is in the house. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. Didn't you just say you didn't need prayer just a minute ago? He's like, listen, as soon as the power of God shows up in the room, everything changes. Everything changes. When you are operating in the power of God, things just people start seeing things differently. And so he was, she was calling all the kids, all the kids, say, hey, come get prayer. And I was in there praying for people probably for like the next 30 minutes, prophetically encouraging, blessing, praying. And, I mean, she got, she got super spiritual then. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, she, I mean, something happened. And he invited her to the church. It was all good. I left that house skipping for joy. You probably, probably saw me leap like three feet off the, like just leaping. Because I was like, we got one. We got one. We got one. This is my first time I ever saw that happen. And then next thing you know, I see two ladies coming down the street. And I'm like, all right, we're intercepting. And I'm like, hey, excuse me, because I had another sympathy pain. This time from my elbow to my wrist, back to my elbow. And I'm like, hey, you have, a, you have uh, any pain, by the way, um, in your right arm from your elbow to your wrist, and it hurts when you pick things up? I was just adding stuff to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she was like, how did you know? Yes. I was like, I believe that Jesus wants to heal you right now. Prayed for the pain to leave. Pain left. First prayer. She couldn't believe it. She's like, hey, by the way, my friend. She gets nightmares at night. Can, do you interpret dreams? <laughs> Why not? Sure. <laughs> Bring it on. I'm interpreting dreams on them. She says, all right, here's a dream. And she shared, she shared with me the dream, and I, and I shared with her what I felt the father was saying about the dream, and she started crying. I'm like, yo, okay. Is that sticking? Is that, is that? She's like, yeah. <laughs> Are you a prophet? I'm like, no, I'm not a prophet. I'm just the son of God who just loves Jesus. Then I seen another person got healed. Another person, prophetic word. Listen, I saw like five people touched by the power of the Lord that day. And that was the first time I ever seen him work. And it was through the power of perseverance, y'all. I never gave up. I kept it. And now I'm seeing people like with MRSA, with cancer, with lockjaw, with, with, with people who were on their deathbeds who should not have gotten back up from that bed, but now is up dancing, worshiping. I'm seeing all kinds of crazy things around the world, and it's all started because I had the faith to believe in John 14, 12. I had the faith to believe that God wasn't joking when he said that those who believe in me will have the power to do the same, if not greater works, than I do. I'm not saying that I'm on the level of Jesus. What I'm saying is that Jesus in me is empowering me to go and do. 
And I believe that he's doing that to everyone here today. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he or she do because I am going to the Father. Alive. Holy Spirit was, is, and forevermore empower us to heal because he was, is, and forevermore will empower us to live like Jesus. And so right now what we're going to do is we're going to do a little clinic. I'm going to show you exactly what, um, what I'm talking about. Has there any, is, is there anyone here who has never gotten a word of knowledge before? Raise your hand. Do you know what I mean by word of knowledge? Who does not know what I mean when I say word of knowledge? Raise their hand. Okay, good. Um, lady in the back, come on up here. Can I get a mic? All right, y'all give it up for my homegirl coming up. Yeah, come on. Come on inside. We're going to um, get you a mic real quick. Thanks, bro. So, um, what's your name? Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Give it up for Gabrielle one more time. Okay, okay. So, so Gabrielle, um, a word of knowledge is anything that, any download from the Lord uh, that's a fact that you previously would not have known if it wasn't for God sharing that with you, okay? So, the word of knowledge that I want you to listen for or to feel for in your body is a word of knowledge for any pain that anybody may be experiencing here among us, okay? It could be a pain anywhere in the body, um, but when you get a fleeting thought or when if you get any kind of tingling sensation or any feeling in your body, let us know what that is so we can go ahead and survey the people out here right now to see if they have that pain, okay? Now, this is not a test. We just pray that Holy Spirit just give not only... Um, um, not, Gabrielle. not only Gabrielle, thank you, not only Gabrielle, the word of knowledge, but then everyone here as well, too, that they also are flowing in this word of knowledge as well, too, from the Lord, okay? So without thinking too much about it, what pain do you feel like somebody may be experiencing right here among us? So, like, for the past, like, maybe four minutes, yeah. when she started talking about the lady um, yeah. at the salon with the back, I don't know what it was, but it felt like, like, don't have a bite yeah. on my arm, and yeah. it's been itching for the past, like, four minutes. Wow. So, like, I was just sitting there, and I was trying to get, yeah, there's no bump right now, but, like, wow. it's been itching for the past four minutes, and wow. when you just said that, okay. that's what I was. Left, okay, right arm pain, shoulder itching, bite, anybody have that right now going on? Someone's feeling the way. <laughs> Anybody have that um, right or arm pain going on? Arm pain? No? Okay. Let's, now, here's the deal. That was a good word. That may be someone online probably too. So that's a good word. Let's go ahead. Now, now let's, do you have any other thoughts or any other um, fleeting like words of knowledge because hey, it may be that somebody had a pain that you were picking up on as well too. There's a lot of different things, but let's try this one more time. Any other thoughts? 
the first thing that came, it's not really physical, but mm -hmm. I feel like somebody's heart. Someone's heart, what'd yeah. you say? Like someone's heart is like in pain. In pain, emotional like pain. Like emotional pain. Emotional pain, okay. Who's, okay, anybody that wants to, um, uh, it, it, maybe there's people here right now going through emotional hardships maybe. But if that's you going through emotional hardships, maybe you can get prayer for that today, okay? So that's good. Gabri Gabrielle, give it up for Gabrielle one more time. Good job, good job, come on up. Now, now that's really words of knowledge can flow this way in a, that you don't really know if you really miss it just because someone did not accept it or receive it or identify for it. That doesn't mean you missed it, okay? I just want to make sure that that's abundantly clear. That may mean you either heard wrong or you may have you heard perfectly, but at the time there was like there was a different circumstance that you wasn't that you wasn't aware of, okay? All right. Now, who wants to flow more in words of knowledge here in this group and wants to give it a go? Come on up, Tommy. So, what, what, what? Area and, and let's uh, hold the mic. I, uh, I know you got no. What no no no. What what area of the body do you feel like there may be some pain that, that someone's dealing with? Oh, just uh, this is more again emotional. But I actually had this one earlier today and I shared yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, with our like a live boys group chat and there was like a couple people that like direct messaged me and related with it. But I'll share with everyone here. But um, just want to make sure I get it right here. So, shoot, hold on. I don't want to screw this up. So I personally lately have been living with, like, fear that the enemy is kind of going to throw this next bad thing at me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was, like, anticipating it. And God was telling me, like, he's a loving protector. He's protecting um, us from things we might not see. And, to, and just to not worry about... Um, yeah. What, what you think is, is about to come. come and so I put that message in the group chat and there was someone that was like, yo, like that hit like wow. really hard. So I just wow. thought um, that might resonate with someone else That's here too. But yeah, That's the idea awesome. is just like, um, again, just like he's protecting you from yeah. things that you might not realize yet, but mm -hmm. you're going to see it in the future. Mm -hmm. and, uh, That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, if that, if that, yeah, that's good. Give it up. Um, and Tom, Tommy, stay up here, stay up here. Okay, so what he did was he shared not only there was an emotional hurt, but he was also giving a prophetic encouragement here. Yes. We got a few online okay. um, stuff in the chat. Okay, what, what do we got, bro? So I think it was from Gabrielle's word of um, the right arm pain. Yeah. So Annalise said, um, specific in my right hand, my right pinky due to inflammation from eczema, if y'all could pray for that. Are you serious? Yeah. Can you come up here again, yeah. Gabrielle? Come up here. I knew that that word was spot on. If I felt it. And so um, that's good, y'all. Um, so here's what I want you to do. Stay, stay up here, bro. Don't go anywhere. Okay. So, Gabrielle, can you... Now, we're gonna, you're going to repeat after me. We're going to do a distance prayer for... What was her name or his... Annalise. Annalise. <laughs> Annalise? Thank you, thank you. All right, Annalise, we're going to pray for Annalise, okay? And then now we're just going to release healing right now over the distance 
through the, the room. So Annalise, be ready to receive what Gabriel, Gabriel's going to, Gabriel, jeez, Gabriel's going to actually release to you today, okay? So we're gonna, you're going to repeat after me. Say, thank you, Jesus, for your healing power. Thank you, Jesus, for your healing power. We command the itching. We command the itching. To stop. To stop. We command the arm to be made new. We command the arm to be made new. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. Okay. So, Annalise just received that simple prayer. We're not going in on extraordinarily long prayers. We don't have to use overly sophisticated language. We're just using simple language, okay? So, Annalise, if there's any changes, let us know. Um, and we're going to pray again for you in just a second, okay? So, stay up here real quick. All right, so Tommy, now we're going to go ahead and activate you in word of knowledge of sympathy pains, okay? All right, so if there's any pain that you sense right now going on in anybody, uh, what pain would that be? It could be a fleeting thought. It could be you just have a, a, you know, you get a sense that God is touching something um, or doing something in your, in, the, in your body, and you're like, okay, wait a minute, I'm sensing something going on in my body in this area. You know, what, what would that like be? Like a physical? Or yeah, physical, physical. Now, now, check it out. When you're operating and in, in activating in words of knowledge, it's usually the first thought that comes to mind. That's usually what it is. So capture that first thought and you'll be good. Yeah. Uh, I have this, like, feeling of, like, like cold chills, like a fever, almost like someone's just, like, been achy mm -hmm. over time. And it kind of won't, won't leave, won't shake. Okay. Achy. Achy. Who's that? Bam, okay, all right, come on up here. It better not be COVID either, bro. <laughs> come on up here. Get your mask on, bro. Get your mask on, bro. Get your <laughs> Sheesh. Okay, now go ahead, go ahead, good. Now, now what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to pray. We're going to pray. You're going to put your hand on the shoulder real quick, okay? All right, so I'm just going to repeat after me. Um, bro, remind me of your name, man. Jared. Jared, y'all get up for Jared. So, so we're going to pray real quick a command prayer, okay? So thank you, Jesus, for your healing power. Thank you, Jesus, for your healing power. Thank you, Jesus, for how much you love Jared. Thank you, Jesus, for how much you love Jared. I command the chills. I command the chills. And the achiness. And the achiness. In his body. In his body. To leave now. To leave now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jared, be healed. Jared, be healed. From the top of his head. From the top of his head. To the bottom of his feet. To the bottom of his feet. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right, check out your body. Check out your, your um, achiness and all that, man. Chills. Check it out. And uh, let us know what you're sensing. If you were at, say, just at a 10 for just wherever you were just now, what number would, were, would you be at? The same or what? It's gone, honestly. It's gone? Yeah. It's completely gone. Yeah. Praise the Lord, bro. Look at that. Was that the first time you did that? Was that the first time you was that the first time you ever yeah. did that? Yeah, let's go. Now, Jared, you're not you're not tripping, are you? You're not just saying that, are you? No, I've my uh so I've dislocated my shoulders a few times, yeah. both of them. And so my shoulders are con have been constantly sore yeah. for years. Are you serious, bro? And now you're done. You're it, it's not yeah. sore. Nothing. Yeah. Tommy. Yeah. Jesus. Amen, y'all. Y'all give it up for these two. Okay. Now, now, Annalise, 
Did Annalise ever check back in? Okay, she didn't check back in. Forget you didn't. I'm playing around. <laughs> so, so what we're going to do, we're going to pray again, one more again, and um, we're just going to release healing over her. Okay, anybody online as well too. So, so thank you, Jesus, for your healing power. Thank you, Jesus, for your healing power. We command the pain in Annalise's body. We command the pain in Annalise's body. We command the sting in Annalise's arm. We command the sting in Annalise's arm. To leave now. To leave now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Pain be gone. Pain be gone. Body be healed. Body be healed. By the power of Jesus. By the power of Jesus. All right, y'all. Give it up for again, again, and again. That's good. Okay. Wow, that's so good. All right. That's what, that's what it's about. It's as simple as that. It's not an abnormally, like, super spiritual thing. It's a naturally supernatural thing. You know, we're not praying, in the name of Jesus. You know, we don't have to go there. We could just, we could just say, in Jesus' name, we command this pain to leave. If you're around friends who are in pain, hey, can I pray for you? Hey, I got a headache. Can I, can I pray for you real quick? You know how, like, we're quick to, like, do things physically for them? Oh, let me get you an Advil. Let me get you a Tylenol. Got you. We'll just try praying for them first. See what happens. What's the worst that can happen? They don't get healed. That's it. You move on. So, let me pray. All right. Holy Spirit, thank you for, um, thank you for showing up and showing out. For showing these young guns, Lord God, just what can happen when we trust in you. What can happen when a John 14, 12, we believe in that, we, we lean on that. We pray, Father, that, that today, today be a day where something in us comes to life. Something in us says, you know what, I'm, I'm going to actually start pressing in to see, to see more of the kingdom break out here on earth. I want to see more of your will be done. So Holy Spirit, may you activate these young people, Lord God, in your, in your faith. May you activate them in your truth. May you activate them in your works and that they will, 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 will realize that Holy Spirit empowers us to do the stuff. And that may look like prof prophetic encouragement. That may look like prophecy in whatever way, shape, form. That may look like healing. It may look like just loving like Jesus. It may look like praying for your enemies. Lord God, I pray that we can, can know that we are alive to do the stuff and we are empowered to do the stuff that you've called us to do. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. And we pray that this has helped stir and awaken you to live alive to God like never before. If you want to connect with us, let's go. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Alive Vineyard College.